And welcome back to Richmond Tiger Talk. My name's Nick. And I'm Andy. And Nick, if anyone's seen the original Rocky series, mm. they'll know that there were four in a row when when making... It used to be unusual to make sequels to films. Like, films yep. weren't automatically... You know, actors weren't signed up for eight eight movies in a in an ongoing saga that um, never ended. But event, uh, back in the d- dark old days, I'm really aging myself here. That they used to make films with no expectation they'd make a second one afterwards, and they made an original Rocky film where um, the courageous underdog over overcame great odds to to have a triumph. In that case, in the first one, it, it was a draw, um, and in the second one. Uh, he he beat his nemesis from the first one, and the third one, um, Sylvester Stallone fights Mr. T, who was sort of the ultimate bad guy. So he'd won three times in, with great triumph, but by the fourth time, it sort of it became difficult to to maintain the the emotional tension, the uh, motivation, yeah. the motivation about how do you tell this underdog story. So they had to invent this um, superhero from the the um, the, the old USSR. Who was on steroids and who was over the top, but and you know, and he actually kills his nemesis from the first two films, uh, um, Apollo Creed, before um, Rocky eventually triumphs. But and so Nick, we're on our fourth um, sequel to to the original 2017 um, triumph. So this is Richmond Four, and we've managed to find a new and exciting way to make to to increase the dramatic tension because we're we're trying to win it from seventh. Um, with a difficult run, we'll have to win more finals than we've ever won before. But we've done it. We've we've managed to find a way to create dramatic tension, and and I think Nick Apollo Creed probably died in the North Melbourne game, and that was the moment <laughs> of maximum yeah. dramatic tension. And uh, it's pretty exciting. Like it's finals time. Um, sadly, it's not in Melbourne, but uh, and much love to all the people in Brisbane who are going up to Brisbane. But there's something in the air, and and the tension's there again. I know. I'm, I've just been trying to work out. So, does that like is Dwayne Zorko even Drago? Is that how it works? A very, very mediocre even Drago. I guess the team is, is a whole, and uh, you, you probably too much depth here. But um, uh, Chris Fagan is not. You might recall that Drago has a, this mm. sort of uh, nefarious, uh, evil um, manager, and uh, yes. Uh, Chris Fagan is 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 a poor substitute for a, um, a party uh, a party a, a, um, hack, but yes, he's, um, it, it's an exciting it, it's an exciting time, and uh, the the tension is high. The tension is high. Look, so uh, we're we're going to preview the Brisbane game first because we're Wednesday morning before a Thursday night. We'll um, uh, quickly wrap up the the other news and then finish off with the AFLW and I sort of had an involuntary sigh when I said that because, you know, we, we really enjoyed talking with Sarah Black last week, but she mentioned about um, how perhaps more so than any other team, Richmond's really set out to emulate our men's team in in a lot of... Uh, key ways with game style, but I could live without them emulating the men in their heartbreaking losses. But yeah, we'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah, um, indeed. Heartbreaking losses from ill-disciplined free kicks. Like, God damn it. Anyway, anyway. So, 
Brisbane. I did, I have to admit, I started off thinking, uh, I'm going to struggle to say something new uh, about Brisbane that we haven't said before. <laughs> um, but then uh, the more, yeah, no, I, the more I looked into it, they're not, that they are, there's a lot of continuity with the, the other Brisbane teams we've played in finals before and in did the team we, we played uh, about a month ago. Um, they're a very good team. They're quite similar to us in some of their strengths and, and weaknesses, though, which just uh, I think really interesting. In what sense? So... Um, they're second in points scored, which um, is really impressive until you, you think, oh, the two top uh, scoring teams in the competition are playing in the sixth versus seventh game. So it's um, really good, really good offense. Um, I think how their their offense looks different from ours is is a just a ridiculously even spread of, of talent both across their forward line and and their midfield it's uh, what what struck me about the lines was sort of in their in their in their forwards um you know the, the five best forwards and their five best mids it's such an a, a talented and an even group um the you know that we saw last time the, the three-headed monster of Danaher, McStay, and Hipwood, and it's Hipwood, Hipwood of those three that that causes all the all the trouble matching up on uh, Ben Miller. So it's not it's not their best player that uh, gets you, but the fact that their third best player is better than your third best player, and then you've got uh, Linton McCarthy, um, Charlie uh, Cameron. Um, Buzzing around their feet. Um, I think Rain Rain is a genuine loss. Uh, he, he certainly hasn't been first pick um, worthy in terms of all the hype, but he's he, no. He but has, it, but he has, it has that talent that where you say he could win a final. Yeah, and he's been a good player this year. So yeah, that it, it's it's a good forward line, and then you complement that with a midfield that. Bats pretty deep in terms of both ball winning and uh, score involvements. You know, Lockie Neal, uh, uh, Ivan Zorko, uh, McCluggage, uh, Lyons, uh, Zach Bailey. It's a, it's yeah. a good team. It is. So I, I um, it, because of the absence of men's football uh, last weekend, I. With a friend, we we got a beer and we rewatched the game, uh, the Brisbane game, and uh, yeah, there's so much to I, I agree with everything you said, and that triple headed monster thing is so true. It was there's so many things that I could mention, but one of the things, the sliding doors moments of the season is Ben Miller was two thirds of the way to being dropped at halftime of that game, and then because he he was getting um, the big O beat him badly in a contest as well where he. he Man hugged him when he gave it sort of in hindsight. Do you remember that free kick um, that he gave away against the big O in, in the goal square? And I don't remember if at the time, Nick, I was outraged. And then I watched it again on the replay with, with the benefit of 
the sort of five or six weeks distance and I realized, oh my God, that was terrible. Like he completely deserved the free kick and what was he trying to do? Um, but yeah, Ben, ben Lomel was almost dropped and that was the moment that the Grimes injury happened, which is, you know, on paper it, it's catastrophic, right? But actually it turned out to sort of everything changed from there. It was, it was uh, the, the season swung because Noah went back, Ben went into the ruck and, and, and weirdly... Thus far, obviously, you'd much rather have Grimes, but thus far, the the, the chain of events that that, that set off uh, has has helped us. Now we haven't played our draw turn from that game, but you know, there's a lot of metrics that our our, our, our team performance has has Im- improved since that moment. And the you know, I said at the time that the the, uh, the Cumbie bouncing um, goal that spun into into um, the punt road sure. end in the third quarter that was everything turned from there like that that was you know the, the basically the whole season uh turned at that moment uh the, and so yeah it, it it was um but yeah a couple of other things firstly the neil thing is just is there any player and because the advanced metrics like him is there any player you've ever remembered on opposition opposition team who can play well and you notice the least yeah there's a bit of that um, but, but Tom, the, Tom Mitchell gets a nod for me on that front. <laughs> true. Oh, sorry. You can kind of you can find a statistical reason why with Lucky Neil he just manages to be effective and yet innocuous. Yeah, he's, that, that, he's, I think you know it's because he's relatively. There's nothing that really stands out about him physically or appearance-wise. But yeah, he, yeah. And McCluggage is the is the more Rolls Royce uh, midfielder. But yeah, Lucky Neil is just relentless. Yeah, last game he played against us, he had 31 touches, 18 contested, and 8 clearances. We lose our minds when Richmond players do that. Now we have a slightly different game style, but, you know, the point is he's still incredibly effective. Lyon's been really good, underrated. Um, mm. Coleman had his sort of best game of his career against us. Well, I was going get, to get to the... Well, well, well please. Defend, uh, get to the defence, because it is, um, if there's a weaker link in their team, it's it's definitely... That and and also, um, so they, uh, you know, they they're not um, they've conceded goals, um, reasonably, uh, frequently. So they're, um, yeah, I mean, they're they're, they're almost they're almost the same as us. They've conceded, um, slightly. Well, the percentage is within two points, so... Yeah, percentage is two points, but, yeah, so really good defence, shaky shaky mid-tier defence. Um, really good uh, attack, you said defence, so really oh, really sorry. good attack. Really good shaky, attack. Shaky yeah. mid-tier defence. Uh, top-tier attack, mid-tier defence, and that's, and that's, I think, where where the game's going to be won or lost is um, team's ability to... Uh, Get the game on their terms for for longer periods of time. Um, if uh, 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 there's uh, a weak spot, and you know the Harris Andrews extremely well credentialed. Um, I think we've Lynch Lynch has had the better of that matchup uh, at times. Um, You're being but, kind, but yes, but yeah, the I mean the. There's a question about is is Lynch fully fit? Because I do, when when you're playing on someone who's as good an athlete and footballer as that, you've got to be uh, at full strength. Because that um, that 
that's a, a pretty good place to to start. I think the uh, they've got Payne, uh, Jack Payne, as their second key back. Um, you know, the the him versus Jack Rewalt. That's that's a matchup you're going to want to be smart about because Payne Payne is a big, strong, big, strong boy. Good contested mark in in sort of clean one-on-one play. So I think I think Jack's Jack's really got to get on his bike uh, and. You know, do the do the funky little forty-five degree leads, and um, just um, get in get in muddy play where he just reads reads the play uh, a split second faster. I think I think that's going to suit him. The real really static football isn't that matchup's not going to work, but. Get him on the get him on the lead in in broken play, and actually that that broken play because I I watched I went and rewatched some of the, the Melbourne versus the Lions game because it was it's a strange it's a strange game statistically like at at halftime inside fifties uh, a dead even and Melbourne's ahead by eleven goals like they did they uh, they and it's not. And it's not from you know big, big pack marks um, from from static build-up play. It's um, uh, Melbourne Melbourne transitioned the ball really well from defence um, against Brisbane, and that's that's been a challenge for them um, at times during the season. And that's something we've been really good at at times uh, during the season, including. Um, Versus Essendon uh, recently, so that that to me is um, um, getting winning winning the ball back um, from the intercept, which is which is you know always where it starts for us, and getting the ball uh, in transition, moving quickly you know, into the forward line, causing some chaos, get, getting our guys some some space uh, to work in that. That was a real problem against the the demons, and I, I think that uh, yeah, is a really big opportunity for us. Yeah, I, I think I, I completely agree with all of that. And you didn't mention Cumby, but um, to your point about the, the sort of the, the the secondary or third goal kickers, Cumberland had uh, five um, yeah. last time we played. So and, I, they, and they don't they don't have Ainsworth, so that it's, maybe they bring back. Is talk they bring back either Ryan Lester or Callum Archie to play in defence to replace him, but he's 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 a loss. He's not a he's not a great player, but he's he's a decent player. They Caden Caden Coleman was a problem for us last time. I'd like to yeah, that that I, I think that was a little bit on Swansea. So I sort of wonder with Dusty back, and I presume I, we'll come to that. But I I, I wonder mm. whether he won't get that 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 same favourable mm. matchup he got last time. Um, so I was just going to say, Nick, on on the on the structural issues that Brisbane had in that game. So Fagan has a bit of form of this. That, do you remember, Nick, a few weeks ago when we talked about? I think it was after the North game, but it was after one of our heartbreaking losses where we dominated the inside fifties. Um, take your pick. Um, and we had a discussion how we can talk about that you know we're missing our shots and we won the inside fifties and it's just a bit of its random variation. But Dimmer can't and Dimmer didn't. And, you know, because there's just a difference in what us, the fan, 
a, a fan podcast which has no power of the outcome ha- can can talk about um, objectively and what you can do if you're coaching men to or women to be um, elite athletes. You've got to keep the pressure on them um, and let it clear that uh, that 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 performances aren't aren't acceptable. I think it was in the context now that I remember that Dimmer dropped multiple people after a game after the yeah. North game. Um, Fagan has done the Richmond Tiger talk thing after some of our fi- uh, their finals losses where he's gone on about, but we won the inside 50s, like sort of acting like I can't believe we didn't win because all, all the statistical indicators were good and we still lost. So it was sort of, Fagan has form of losing finals this way. Now, you know, it doesn't mean it'll happen forever, but uh, the the sort of Fagan's final losses and him looking um, a flummoxed in the, the press conferences is, is definitely a key. Uh, definitely a thing, and I'd like to thank the listener who pointed that out to us, um, mm. um, who's uh, a big fan of uh, press conferences. But yeah, it's it, it's a thing. Mm. The I really like Starsevich uh, as a yeah. as a defender. Agreed for them. He's a he'd be he'd be on the list of um, players who'd be much more famous at a at a Melbourne club. Um, the, yeah, particularly with that name. Um, he didn't uh, he didn't play last time against the Sire. No, he was a he was a laid out. Um, so yeah, that they are. Um, I think when you and when you look at their defence, they are. Uh, Daniel Rich is a is a huge part of how they how they transition the ball, um, both in quantity, quantity and quality of of rebound rebound fifties. So yeah, that I you'd, you'd expect that. Um, whoever's whoever's playing on him, um, and and that's an interesting one because he's sort of you wouldn't uh, that the flip side is that you wouldn't um, uh, want him defending someone super athletic, which which a lot of our, our smaller uh, forwards are. So yeah, that, I I think there'll be some real cat and mouse there on on sort of trying to get. Um, Richard's man in, in space in, in attack, but also um, trying to um, stop him from setting up the play from half-back. Yeah, it, it, at the risk of being um, lynched by an angry Tiger army, there is a very slight technical... There's the, the statistical evidence is that he had a sliver better case for being All-Australian um, uh, Small back than uh, Daniel Rioli did, but it, it's it's fairly small. Yeah. Difference. Um, but, a, but, but just to go a, to the point that he had quite, he had to agree with your point that he had a very good season. It, it it's a tricky one though. Like the, I wonder if we'll go straight to the Daniel Rioli Charlie Cameron um, matchup rather than ending ending up there, which which you could never do with Daniel Rich. <laughs> you know, so no, super no. athletic opposition forward getting off the chain. Yeah. Which is something that the the statistics don't capture. That that's a good mm. point. You you could probably play a different marking player, but yeah, completely. You make a good point. And just to on the point of Charlie Cameron, who we're all a bit worried about with mm. um, Grimes. Look, you know, it's just one game. But the last game, one of the things that happened in that game is um, our defence with Dylan Grimes was terrible. They were kicking every goal. You know, we were leaking like a sieve in the first. Yeah. Um, and Charlie Cameron was off the chain, so. Um, you know, it's it's a probably too reductionist point, but to the point Dylan Grimes, yes, he is lost, but he actually wasn't helping us last. He wasn't. He was having a terrible game last time we played. So, you know, perhaps the the post Dylan structure, you're obviously far better off with Dylan in the team on average. But perhaps that 
that structure doesn't hurt that his loss doesn't hurt as much as Brisbane as we we might have thought sight unseen because he's always been such a good matchup on Charlie. Mm. I know, and and yet it was Hipwood who was the one who ultimately hit, had the had the major scoreboard Im- impact. Mm. Yeah, seven seven shots on goal. Yeah, it's I I feel I feel break if we break even on inside fifties and and it looks like a Richmond game with with our style of play rather than those long turgid periods where we're bombing the ball uh, in uh, to a crowded forward line. The ball comes out, we get it, we put it back in for five minutes at a time. I think. I think uh, an an enter an enter end uh, game where if we if we can sort of break even on the key matchups in in defence, um, I'm pretty confident our our forwards can uh, do the job against uh, their defenders. Yeah, so. I've gone a long time without talking about Rucks. Last time, Ned mm. man- did manage, manage to... He actually halved the hitouts to advantage uh, with uh, McInerney and um, the Big O. And and uh, overall, overall, um, he had more hitouts, but uh, the total hitout count was about equal. But the, the key is, with us, I, I think... And they're not the strongest team like this, but they they are better than us, and they were uh, plus nine in the clearances last time we played them. Is not get done out of the centre square, you know. Mm. Sort of, uh, if if to your point, I think we win if we tie the scoring out of the centre square. If that makes tie or at least at least nullify it as 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 a factor in the game, um, because that that is something a place where they can get us. Now, fortunately, our midfield's probably in the best form it's been um, all, all year. Cochin's obviously been in really good form. I think the week off really helps him. Mm. Uh, Prestia's obviously in champagne form. I think the same thing applies. So that that gives us a lot of hope. Yeah. On the, on the season, we finished with an almost identical centre clearance uh, differential. Yeah, I, I, I think that's... I think this is a stat they wish yeah. they part that wish they published it's I think scoring from center clearances I think mm. sometimes we struggle more to get the really high quality ones sometimes we get them Bolton obviously does but mm. you, you know early in the year that that was more of an occasion yeah, it, it felt like a, a stat that's really um it's it's improved a fair bit for to end up in the positive um for us um yeah that's McNeeny and Nank almost identical uh, AFL uh, player rating, but they do it. They do it quite differently. In Nink, Nink wins wins more football. Um, McInerney's uh, better on hit out to advantage. Kicks more goals. He does. He does sneak sneak forward for the for the odd goal. I mean, as as we've seen in games against us, um, isn't yep. isn't that Nink's Nink's Noticeably better as a as an intercept uh, marker. So that's that's again um, the uh, the potential weak spot in in getting the if we can get the ball um, quickly uh, to our to our forward line. Like yeah, there the yeah, are teams I mean, that you can exploit there. So I was quite um, th- that game. The last game was one where I was still worried about Nank's knee, and as as I said, and he was taking some weird angles to the right contest, which he's not doing at the moment, I don't think. 
and as I said, he drew even in the, the ruck, but McInerney had one touch in the second half last game. Mm. Yeah. I'm, for all the, all the, um, look, that, that Robbo's against the um, pre-finals by makes me instinctively in favour of it, but um, oh. I've, I've also been in favour of it because we were on the, uh, the receiving end of um, one of those round 22 um, tank jobs at, uh, with the with the North Melbourne final, so I probably I probably came into it uh, instinctively in favour. But uh, yeah, the the week off the week off uh, Nank um, another week to get uh, Dusty uh, Jack Graham uh, fit Tom Lynch fit. Yeah, yeah, sign me sign me up. Yeah, I mean, get that analysis, and I think the, the guy who does the Squiggle website made a really mm. interesting point about this, that, you know, the the evidence clearly, uh, someone wrote it up, and I think it was just a headline writer said, the what's happened proves that the, the finals by does that. Well, it does nothing of the sort, because mm. the, the sample's not big enough. But, the, you know, there is whatever, the, the sort of the shirt well, time. And, and this team, this year is actually absolutely prime um, to to get those people excited uh, as well because you've you've got um, the the gap uh, the gap in you know Richmond and Brisbane both have a percentage of 120 which is which is perfectly consistent with teams that have won won finals in very recent memory including Richmond. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, obviously, as much discussed, the, the, uh, one of the teams in the top four is, uh, is, is has a legendary um, bad, bad percentage and is quite likely mm-hmm. to go out in straight sets. But, uh, look, the bottom line with that is, and, and we're not here to debate um, some silly post-final, because co- co- A, the final's more exciting because of it, and B, every mm-hmm. single team still wants to make the f- top four and they're highly motivated to do so, and that's all you want. Um, you know, you can make an argument, I think. Mm. The, the biggest argument but you can you, make... You get a double chance. Like, that is... That and is home finals, an enormous, That is an enormous advantage. Yeah, yeah. and and you get you get a guaranteed home final one way or the other, yeah. which is a, a huge advantage. Um, you know, if, if you want to make a moral argument, I think the only one is that the minor premium is pretty meaningless, but, you know, that's yeah. it's, it's splitting hairs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all, all, all the sports we like run a similar system. You yeah. Know, what a... Um, what a, um, can, can you name, uh, other competitions that have a final series? Nobody cares, cares who finishes on top, because it doesn't matter. Oh, the modern pronoun, yes, the Chris Scott argument. Oh, yes. Um, um, (laughs) (laughs) he's an endless source of amusement. You know, the, the, there's two, sorry, Nick, just a slight diversion and we should uh, move on, but, Mm. um, it, for me, the finals are Richmond winning, and I'm embarking for Richmond and the team playing Geelong. Do you <laughs> do, do you have a different approach? Well, you, um, your complacency comes through in your answer. That of of course we'd have you'd have mentioned Carlton first if they'd made the finals, but you, you've just got out of that reflexive habit of hating them, and Essendon would probably be there as well. But again, yeah, yeah, so not an issue. But yeah, um, so Nick. The game overall were five and a half, five point five point favourites, which so applied probability. It's mm. not quite. It's about the somewhere line, about fifty seven percent. The line's drifting away a little bit. I think that was. That, I think bit, that was. Yeah. That was 
particularly based on those two injury announcements and the mm. failure of the um, the challenge, because I think a reasonable person could have accept, uh, expected the AFL being the AFL that one of those challenges would have got up. Um, but Look, the, to the credit, they didn't. Oh, no, they only, only, only challenged Rainer, Rainer, not Oh, Ains, that's right. Ainsworth. Um, but, yeah, yeah um, someone ra- might have the, expected that. The Rainer one failed the... Um, Immediately after the tackle, um, the Melbourne players uh, confronted Rayner. So, yeah, that's the that was that was the pup sniff test on, on that one. Stranger things have happened, but yes, mm, stranger um, things so, have happened. So, <laughs> Crips, <laughs> how are you feeling about it? Oh, nervous, nervous and sick, of course. Um, the, uh, I think, I think if if Dusty's uh, at full strength, like Neil Neil Baum, you know I appreciate his candor, but when he said, "Oh, you know, Dusty's Dusty's going well, but you know, not not at full strength or whatever it was," he said, "I was like, oh, don't say that, Jesus." Um, you'll <laughs> uh, certainly play, but it didn't, didn't make me feel as confident as I would have. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, that's, a, that's, him, that's him using the football brain, right? That, that he doesn't have touch, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm, and look, it is weird because he's been out out for a long time, but he's been in he's been in full training um, for several yeah. several sessions. So you've got to play. I, I'm sure what Neil. Did, he didn't mean that he wasn't his hamstring wasn't fully fit. I'm sure all the scans show that he's fully fit. Mm. That he, um, he just meant yeah, as a he's not the fully operating Dester. Look, you got to play him. You're paying him, you play him. Yeah. For, finals or high variance. You you you, you, only, you only especially for us will knock out. We've paid him 1.4 million dollars this year. One sorry, 1.3 probably, uh, but somewhere between the two. And um, he's barely played. Like you just got to sometimes you just got to have a crack and like well, this. And and there is the whole. Um, Seventy percent of Dusty is still is still in a well above average plane. So. Like he's going to have gravity, right? He's going to draw the mm. defence to him. Yeah, um, that, and, we talked we talked about who Daniel Rich tries to to leak off. It's not going to be Dustin Martin. Like, <laughs> no, he's going to he's going to freak it around the hell. The crowd's going to yeah. go nuts every time he gets the ball. He'll be in their heads. Um, yeah, it'll be and just like on any video of I think someone Moss has posted a few of these. Uh, it, um, of you know, Dusty in the final, Dusty against Brisbane. It, it's just mesmerising. So yeah. I guess the, the question I, I, I didn't ask you before: Who do you think? Um, ha, what would you do? Uh, well, I guess we just covered this last week. But have you had any further thoughts about how they'll shuffle the team to accommodate Dusty? So, so we're well, we're assuming assuming Graham Graham and Dusty um, <sighs> come in. Like it just it just feel like it feels as it did last week that. Um, the uh, it has to be um Sonzi and and Ross, and that that's awful. With one of them as the sub, possibly possibly Ross. Um, see, Paul coaches votes in the in the last game, but uh I feel I feel terrible. They've both been really good. It, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not a huge. Like, I mean, Dusty is, is straightforward, and look, look, Swansea's all like there is history of the the sort of the, the young guy gets dropped, and um, he's been lovely, but I, I wouldn't worry about. I, I would rather play. Um, like Graham hasn't been great; he's been battling an injury, and that's what mm. you succumb to. It's a chronic injury. Like just because, just because it's 
it's the name on the label doesn't mean it's the name on the field. And I don't know. I, I think Graham, Graham, give Graham it, is up. Oof. Or even just don't play him. Um, like mm. get him another week to get fit. Don't rush him back just because it's Jack Graham and he, he's a legend mm. of, of of our premierships. Everyone's a legend of our premierships, but um, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But I suspect the, the what I want, and I, I mentioned the other thing when I want mm. last week. I, I think the what Demel Demel loves Jack, so I, I think you're probably right. That's what they'll do. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Look, um, we're we're up to our eyeballs in it. I'm I'm worried it's yeah. going to be uh, a close, uh, tense game. So if we can just you know, kill kill the game um, in the second, in the first half. That that'd be ideal. It would make me feel much less stressed. Yeah, I think a lot of Tiger fans, because we've had so much success in finals and at Brisbane, we're forgetting mm. that. Uh, um, yeah, they're a really good team. They had a slightly better percentage. They have been, and that they've had a, a slightly worse percentage. Um, yeah, they've and they've had a really good era. Like they've they've been a good team. Oh, you're right. Sorry, I got the I got the numbers mixed yeah. up in my head. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, but it was nice of you to round them us down to one. Tw- so we both had one twenty. Um, technically, we're one twenty two, and they're nineteen. But yeah, it's close yeah. enough. Yeah, same thing. Um, the yeah, they've they've won. Um, so you know, adjusting adjusting twenty twenty. If that that have that had a normal season, they've they've won at least fifteen games for four years in a row. Like that, that's you would normally you would normally talk about them having had an an era of contention, and instead they've won one final. So that they're under enormous enormous pressure, and they're at home. Um, you know they've had a they've had a week to to lick their wounds um, from from that Melbourne game. Yeah, and they've got everything to play for. More honestly, more than us. Absolutely. Um, mm. Yeah, they've had a fortnight, but yes, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I'm nervous. Um, mm. We all should be. Um, and yet, I think uh, if you slightly pulled, put gave Richmond supporters trust him, you probably get eighty, ninety percent of them expecting walking into the. Um, th- think the, the, the okay. probability of us winning is higher than what the the bookies have. Yeah, complacency is death. <laughs> Well, fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, we're not in control of what happens on the field. All no, right, Nick, that, no, but they can they can sense our smokeness. <laughs> so, so Nick, for about the last six or seven episodes, we've been wanting to talk about trades, and then we talk too much about the game, and we run out of time in the show. And guess what? We've done it again. Um, we're at thirty-five minutes. We haven't talked about the AFLW yet, but we should cover yeah. the signings before we do the full. I mean. I know. The, Look, the, like I, Tim Tur- Tim Taranto is going to be playing his tenth game for Richmond before we ever get round to discussing. <laughs> but but no, we'll, let's yeah. a, let's at least cover the resigns, which is still and topical. Plenty of time to talk off season. I must say he's he's the only one um, where there where there's um, where there seems to be smoke. Um, I'm not. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting if that falls through. I'm not sure. I'm sure there is a plan B, but that what that plan B is uh, isn't isn't immediately uh, apparent. But yeah, I do, I do I do have quite a bit of Tim Toronto research <laughs> to talk through at some stage, but not yeah. but not this week. Um, so we've we've been on a, a flurry of 
uh, re-signings, mostly of the younger players. So it's all it's all straightforward. This is this is what good clubs do. But it's but it you know grat- gratifying nonetheless. I think the the biggest one for the player concerned, um, Ben Miller's uh, got a got a two year extension, and I'm pretty certain. Um, Ben Miller's taken Marbia Choll's role as the extremely uh, useful rookie rookie list uh, big who's who's on a decent contract uh, and can actually play. Um, so that's um, really good yeah. to, uh, uh, to see that. That's a nice comparison. So just for the sake of narrative, um, I, I did check the narrative whether the because the sort of everything changed for Ben after the Brisbane game. How long yeah. after he signed the contract? It was announced about ten days after the Brisbane game, so I think that's too the, the gap is too small to say that uh, the Brisbane game and Grimes' injury, him moving to second ruck, all all saved his uh, career. I think he yeah. the, the contract was probably in in, in ch- well, train before that. But it, yeah. it's, and, the, and, and the, he'd been he was an elite key defender in the VFL uh, this season, so I don't, I don't think the the doors shut on that. No, I, I think yeah, I, he was in trouble in, in that it, mm. it was about to be dropped but yeah, yeah I, I, that doesn't mean that you don't get another contract because you still need a, you, you, you need your third key back because Noah Bolter's you know you, you, need, you need big you need big useful big big man depths um, yeah. um, so and that's what so really great news I, I agree it, it, it's, it's been a lovely story and the two years is good mm. ditto for Cumberland um, also also another guy we delisted um as we discussed, delisted him a year ago. Is it clear? Him. Is it clear that he is now forever a free agent? No. So we we actually delisted him and then we put him back on the list, um, which is so weird. <laughs> yeah, it, it goes to the you know. It, I know we've made this comment before, but anyone who tells you that um, you know the Richmond, um, uh, you know, any football clubs that they're geniuses and that every every step yeah. planned out ten steps in advance. Big yeah, dose yeah. of luck and luck and good management and um, educated guesses, yeah. Jack yeah. Ross, uh, a two-year extension, uh, which is nice. Just a, just announced recently, Murfrioli Junior, two years, which I think I think we would have all expected the way he's he's been playing. So all all four of those guys are out of contract uh, this year. Um, we also ex- extended. Sonzi and Gibkus, who weren't out of contract, so um, they got an extra two years ahead of time. So they're they're under contract through the end of 2025, which is really good. Happy, yep. happy with that. Um, and you know, Gibkus was always going to get it, but good on Sonzi because it, I yeah. think that's a story that could have gone more than one way. Yeah, no, I, I'm glad glad to see it. Um, Marlon Pickett and Nathan Broad both both got an extra. Uh, both got one year deals. Yeah, happy happy to see it. Um, there's there's whisperings on a on a one on a, on an extra year for for Sydney Snack as well. Um, nothing nothing's been announced, but I, I have heard that around the place. Yeah, I've I've heard it too. W- what it means, I, I don't mm. know. I mean, there's there's it's a such a hot topic of fan debate the Sydney mm. Steak story. I know you know people whose opinion I really respect are uh, um, like get ap- apoplectic with rage when discussing um, uh, how he's been treated, and other people um, think that uh, sort of very much of 
sort of heard things about his work ethic and um, support mm. the cops management. So, look, it's we'll, we'll see on, on on the one year. I mean, mm. not, I'd, I'd I'd like to keep him around. Of course, um, any Richmond supporter would like to keep him around. It's just the. Yeah. The, the will. Um, Nick, can I just jump back something to Jack Graham very mm. briefly? Sorry, I wanted to talk about him in the pod and I forgot to. So he's basically, before he got injured, the last four or five games he played, his season's been okay overall, but his last four or five games, uh, he had three of his four games, he had 11 touches. So he was struggling before he, he, he went out. Um, sorry, that's a, that's a, mm. uh, Ready, yeah, yeah. Her- herring to our current conversation. Um, sorry, back to. Um, was there anyone else you wanted to mention on the contract stakes? Well, just the. Um, there's a. It's a pretty short list of players left who are who are out of contract. Yeah, um, and so, Riley, aside from the geriatrics, it's 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 RCD and sorry, go on. yeah, Riley, Riley Colley Dawkins, Will Martin, um, mentioned Stack, uh, Biggie Newen, and Jake Outs on the on the rookie list. So yeah, I think I think it's not. It's not going to be a explosive 2016-style off-season where um, you know we make we make five different uh, moves with players coming coming and going. I think maybe a bit more like uh, 2018, um, uh, where there's there's one big move and and maybe a few a few players who haven't been playing regular senior football. Uh, on the move, but yeah, not a not a ton of action. But yeah, hmm. I, I mean, Any, you, sorry. Oh no, um, that was all I had. Well, I was just. Um, we'll talk about more later. But you've made a good point uh, to me that one, if you're thinking about a possible trade with the Giants for a certain um, inside mm. mid, uh, that what they really need is forwards. So that mm. sort of helps sharpen the mind of uh, of, of who who might be a potential. Mm. M- m- Make weight, and uh, no, it's, it's, I've, probably, I've not, also it's been, probably not going to be Jake Arts, by the way. No, uh, I've been trying to work out if they need a ruck, and I, and I really don't know. And I, I've watched, I've watched a reasonable amount of the, the Giants the, the, this year. And they've I've got a couple of development know. guys, don't they? Yeah, they do. Big, big, young, athletic dudes. Yeah. Um, I, 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 don't, I, I, I don't know if they're going to be good. I feel the heartbreak of the Soldo conversation is something that <laughs> we need to have in another time because um, I'm. I'm struggling to process. Um, mm. Okay. Um, speaking speaking of heartbreak. heartbreak. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Last last um, last minute goal. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, following the play live. Um, I didn't. I didn't think there was anything particularly egregious about the tackle. Um, that led to the downfield free kick. Obviously, uh, Prasparkas um, shouldn't have been allowed to take uh, the kick. Like it was just, yeah, it was just one of those super annoying Richmond games where you know it was really close, and we found some heartbreaking uh, way to to lose it. Despite despite doing a lot of things well, like we were. We were well on top in, in contested possession. Um, loads more. Uh, we had more marks inside fifty. Loads more tackles inside fifty. Our our, inter- our intercept game was uh, uh, amazing. Um, uh, in in substantial uh, part, uh, uh, pretty incredible uh, debut from 
Elise Sheeran. Um, ah, and yet, and yet, and yet. Well, we want the hip hit outs too, Nick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I, I, I really like the the right combination. Um, Poppy, yeah, it was good. Poppy, yeah, Poppy, Poppy, Poppy Kelly's. They're, they're um, very different. Like they're they're very they're opposite ends yeah, of, the, of, the, the, of, the, of the rock scale. But the, um, the yeah. fire and the fire and ice combination was good. I was really worried when Katie Brennan was out, and and that and yeah, it was was a harsh come down for the. For the young players, Stella Reid, uh, Mia Yassir, who played really well, uh, even Steph Williams, um, who played really well in uh, pre-season, um, struggled uh, to make a, an impact. Um, I thought entries inside forward 50 um, lacked, lacked composure at times because both, both teams were playing a plus one uh, behind the ball, and um, well, I mean, we we certainly benefited from that at our end, but yeah, we we kicked it down the throat of their spare defender a lot. Yeah, at the risk of annoying people, one thing I mean, geez, I was annoyed after the game, but one thing I liked about just if I take a small positive out of the game was you know I I, I angry angry tweeted something about the umpiring afterwards and. I just noticed there was a lot more engagement and people were genuinely angry after the game. There wasn't this, you know, this, the sort of the things that people were doing when we first started about good on them that they had to go, you know, like, mm. I mean, that stuff's... No, we, we, we've tra- we can transition to to nafty mode. I like mean, g- g- genuine fan anger and I thought, like, people were mm. genuinely engaged in the game. People were, you know, ripping our tactics and, and stuff like that. And I, I was thinking, like, this is a really good sign for the development of mm. the game. Like, people are genuine. They're, like, they're not performatively engaging. They're properly engaging on, on mm. a nafty fan level, which um, I, like, in a weird way, and definitely that was my guttural reaction. I was like, you know, I obviously I swore when it went through and I, I, I yeah. had to... I had to because it was because it was, it was there was nothing more likely than she would that Ampus Barker's kicking that goal no, was there. I mean, she's really good. Yeah. And, and another thing, um, if, uh, this is weird positive, but you know, we've we've folded like a three dollar chair, um, and other times when Brennan hasn't played, and mm. y- you know, we were. I mean, we did lose the inside fifties, but you know, we're, we won the scoring shots. You've m- mentioned some of the other metrics we won. We were competitive without her. Um, would we have won with her? Almost certainly. Did you know that she had a foot injury that's it's hampered I her? Uh, yeah. I, well, I need, I need not not before I re- recorded the show, so I could ask Sarah Black about it last week. But yeah, it came out, came out. She was a she was a fitness test for the game, which yeah, she she unfortunately failed. They 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 need to Peter they need to Peter Burge their their injury co- coverage for the for the women. Yeah, I was slightly in. Yeah, like I'm, I, I, probably on me, but yeah, I was when she mm. when she was out. I was like, we are, oh. we are we are spoiled in the. I think we have pretty much be, pretty much best in league uh, for the men with Peter Burge and with him going on, whether or not we still get that that same um, yeah, the, the, very yeah. very clear thorough coverage of of injuries. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Because like, it's it's a because it's no guarantee it'll last. I mean, it's the same club that um, sometimes censors the videos of Dimmer's news conference. He gets asked too difficult a question because you know, mm. Lord knows we have no other source of information about what's asked in those press conferences, but the club's official videos. Sorry, that was yeah. a that that, that was yeah. a. Um, but yeah, like hopefully mm. they they continue that. And, 
Burge obviously just likes being transparent, so not everyone will yeah. be like that. Yeah, but he, he, he just likes talking about it. Yeah, we could uh, use a bit more of that with the women. Uh, uh, a few, yeah, absolutely. A, f- a few more sort of positives. Uh, you, you mentioned well, actually, a, a positive. It is like I know you were saying about how angry the fan was, and not just happy to be there. Look, there was. It was. Uh, I've, said, I've said it before, it is nice to play in these second-tier provincial stadiums that we don't normally get to see. So, yeah, that, that, mm. was, that was a bit of that for me. Yeah, it's nice that um, country people get to see um, that, that uh, women have a role exactly. in sport too, you know, because their social mores are more backwards. So, you know, um, uh, so, yeah, good, good for them. Um, yeah, poor old Courtney Wadefield's starting to look her age, isn't she? <laughs> Oh, look, she is, um, it's a bit the Jack thing in asking her to carry the load, uh, as, as the one, uh, marking, marking forward, um, uh, wasn't great. I thought, I thought the entries inside forward 50, great, Grace Egan's a better kick than normally than what she showed last week, uh, unfortunately, I mean, yeah, it, the rest of her game was its industrious self, but yeah, her kicking wasn't great. Um, Ellie McKenzie had a had a real almost afternoon. I thought nice to have her looking looking fit uh, and explosive, but yeah, didn't didn't quite uh, uh, break through. Um, yeah, Sheeran, Sheeran was great. She, I, it it struck me as you know you you've got. A twenty-nine-year-old um, state league uh, player, like the, I think it's really good coaching. You just tell them, you know, you're a, you're a good athlete, even uh, at this at this level. Just go and go and play your game. And she was trying to take the 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 game on relentlessly, which you know, and and made a few mistakes and and kept playing through it. It was really encouraging. She did, and very successfully. I mean, our only goal was set up through um, yeah. her her brilliant rebounding play. Yeah, I mean, you've pointed out to me there is present with Marlon Pickett as well. This, but it kind of it does your head in a bit that um, like we struggle so much to fill out the bottom of the sort of the fill out our pockets on our list. You know, I, I think if you to look at the men and the women, the difference between the best player and the men and and the best player and the women. Um, that makes sense. The difference between one and eighteen is the variance is is higher in the women yeah. at, at this stage, and the difference in the men. I think it's yeah. by by a little bit yeah, of a margin. The, the depth in the competition. Yeah. And and Sheeran has just comes on and like is straight away well, like out of the Sydney League. <laughs> she, was, she was great. It's, it's, a de- it's a decent league. Look, she she she'd sort of been on the fringe of of the Giants and and had a had a big knee injury, but. Um, yeah. yeah, but no, but great, you know, hardly the best time. Um, yeah, uh, was there anyone else you wanted to mention? Oh, look, um, it, uh, uh, despite the absence of her, her sister, uh, Sarah Hosking was really good. Um, yeah, it's always a reminder of, uh, despite the relentless social social media um, profile, there is uh, uh, perhaps she's an equally. Uh, relentless if if blue collar uh, player on the field. Yeah, that's. I think you made this point last year, but it's mm. kind of in, completely incongruous with her public image. She's actually sort of a, a hardworking agricultural inside bit. Yeah. Like she's uh, oh, and co- co- works hard, covers a lot of ground. I'm trying to think. 
Yeah, you, no, absolutely. But she's industrious, gets the footy, and uh, she's a bit of a blaster. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, it's it's completely not her her her, her the the, the, the stereotypical way. Yeah, you, get from Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, did you mention Beck Miller, by the way? No, I didn't. She was good. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was really yeah, good. We conceded. Um, we conceded two goals um, for the day. It is, yeah. it, it is um, uh, it was yet another reminder of um, everyone's got a plan until they're punched in the face um, theorem. But but what what you would have taken from from last season's Richmond that Sarah Black mentioned, um, you know, we uh, we were a pretty good uh, scoring team, but teams got a hold of us and and scored heavily against us for, for periods is, is something we needed to address. Well, yeah, the, the, the defence was great. Um, maybe maybe playing a plus one helped with that. But, yeah, it need more out of the forward line. Yes. Um, and interesting tests. That, like, we won't we'll start as very strong underdogs this week, but it'll yeah. be a, a Look, sort of a barometer test. The cr- we're, we're at home... And the Crows lost to Melbourne uh, last week, so they're not quite the the Death Star they have been, and they lost they lost some players to to Port Adelaide most most notably uh, Aaron Phillips. But yeah, I've got a real, I've got a lot of really uh, good players. Um, so yeah, and yeah. it's a it's a midfield the the bats ex- extremely deep. Uh, and unfortunately, the uh, sort of when we have we have Mon Conti, it sort of feels like um, they have about um, three or four uh, players at that level. Unfortunately, so yeah, I, mu- yeah. I must admit the, the the moments when Mon Conti's running in circles trying to find a teammate to give the ball off to, I I, I do really feel for her. But yeah, and that's that. I don't think this is. You know, but I, I would say that's our Achilles heel is sort of lacking that extra three or four small players that um that the de- uh, quality and depth oh, of the look, midfield. You, you would you always need more fit midfield. True. And that, yeah. That's why we've you know, we've targeted but, uh, Grace Egan, why we've talked about Ellie McKenzie as as midfielder relentlessly. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think it's particularly I, I think that's true for all bad teams, but I think it's particularly true um, in AFLW for that before mentioned depth issue because mm. that's that's what depth is you, you know key keys well the key to four depth's not great either anyway getting off the point but yes that that is concerning but a good barometer match and let's bloody yeah. hope like how Katie Brennan comes back yep yep uh, look it, 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 I think a competitive uh, you know you never want to go in um, being happy uh, with a loss, but yeah, I think uh, uh, it, it's got the potential to be bad. But yeah, I'm I'm, ho- I'm hoping for a, a really competitive game. Um, yeah, we're, we're about twenty point underdogs, um, which is you know reasonable. So we're we're Adelaide are about a sort of eighty percent probability of winning. So yeah, mm. well, fair comment. But look, big weekend of footy. I love having. Um, the men and the women going at the same time. <laughs> or one week so, of it at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really hope we, we get another week of it next week. Pepper. I'm Nick.
am Ende. Richmond-Takt. It starts with a vision. If we're not locked into that, might as well pack up and go home. You're talking about three flags by 2020. Fitzroy has played in my files with you guys. And after 13 straight losses, the Tigers are no longer toothless. Their first win for 2010. Carmel Hunt. Look at Jeffrey. He does. Carlton along their way to Sydney. We're starting to kick a goal from here. He does. What a start. Can he just slow? He's gone. Not free kick, surely. In the final home of the way game of the season, obliterating the Tigers by 113 points. First preliminary final in 16 long years, and they have done it. They've won. The Tigers are into the prelim. Tigers.